happy Tuesday, everyone. We are so excited to be here with all of you. And um, it's Tuesday. It's the week of Thanksgiving. Hi, Corinne. Hello. Hi. And um, despite, no matter what you're doing this week, I hope you're taking time to relax and take care of yourself because self-care is just as Mm -hmm. important as anything and everything else. Yes, it is. Especially going into a season of uh, spending a lot of time with family or spending a lot of time away from family when you want to be with family. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that you just need to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Watch all the spooky documentaries, do all the fun things. Yeah. Go volunteer with cats if that's up your alley. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I love that you do that. (laughs) It makes me happy. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'll do. It's so cold out. I I told myself I would go on walks, like little mental health walks in the middle of the day. That's nice. And I think I'm at like 50% completed because it's just hard to pull on the pants and the mittens and the scarves and the You just got to take it one day at a time and give yourself grace. Be proud of yourself that you did it 50% of the time. True. Better than 0% of the time. And even if you do it 0% of the time. That's okay. You can do it tomorrow or the next day. Also, actually, I'm pretty proud of this accomplishment, although it will probably sound very gross to everyone (laughs) else because it's, it's, it was a bad hygiene habit I had. Okay. For the past three years, Sabrina, remember how we would say like, oh, what's your new year's resolution for the first Uh episode of the new year? And every single year I said, I want to floss my teeth every day because I couldn't get in the habit of it. Did you do it? I am now on week two of every day, which I feel like is really good for having <laughs> suffered for three years not completing that. Congrats. Happy week two. Thanks. My mouth is less stinky now. Isn't it so wild how the first time you floss after um, a very long time, your gums just bleed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so gross. And then it's also like sometimes you can't get the floss out. Because it gets, it, gets stuck. it gets stuck. And also I use the expanding cocoa floss too. So oh. it definitely gets stuck in there. That's kind of nice. I mean, not the getting stuck, but the, the floss itself. Um, yeah. This is Campfire Stories. Welcome, everyone. We have 60 minutes to get as many ghost stories from all of you into this hour as possible. So... Here are the rules. Number one, I don't know why I'm speaking like this, but I feel like I'm like (laughs) running a group. I don't know. Number one, try to find a quiet place so you can, so everyone can hear you and preferably not driving or on Bluetooth in your car. It is hard to hear you. And the audio is good for everyone who's listening live and also for anyone who listens later when we post it on our feed. Mm -hmm. Rule number two is I'm also like moving my head a lot is try to keep your story to five ish minutes or so we know how haunted all of you are whether it's because of us or because of your own life who knows we know that a lot of you have more than one story but we would love to keep it to one story per campfire stories and you can come back next week and yeah we do this every week you can also email us your your stories, your encounters, and we'll, we'll hopefully read them on Two Girls, One Ghost. But also, we do this every week, and we bring people up multiple times. So it doesn't matter if you've already come on stage one time. It doesn't mean you'll never be brought up again. There's been multiple people who've come on and told different stories, different weeks. So don't yeah. feel discouraged or or stressed if we pull you up to tell all 12 paranormal encounters you've ever yeah. had. We'll, we'll hear them eventually yes. over time. Just and enjoy them one by one. Our Discord chat, which Corinne, you can put the link because I'm so bad at Discord, um, mm-hmm. in the chat that if you feel inclined to share stories that you didn't get to share live, um, you can go to the Discord. Everyone, it's an amazing, I mean, you all are so incredible. I feel like our phantoms are just the best people in the world. I want to spend every day with you all, but it's just a very safe place. And um, yes, everyone is open to hearing your stories. And I'm such a Discord creeper too. Like I read a lurker. almost everything. Yeah, I lurk 
I the watcher of this. I read occasionally. I'll I'll pop <laughs> chime in, but I'm I do read everything. And then you tell me it. Yes, I do. Okay, I'm gonna put the the link. In okay, one moment. Oh wow, I did not do that right. Okay, the link will eventually come <laughs> to the chat. I am gonna bring up um, Marissa first because in the chat, Marissa said I have a haunting while listening to the Rick episode last month. Oh, okay. Hello, Marissa. Okay, hi. Hi. Oh my gosh, you guys. So, um. Yeah, I was listening to, I'll just get right into it because we'll just kick it off. Please. I love it. <laughs> um, so I was listening. So this was Halloween. Okay. I think that that's when the episode came out. Yeah. Um, so I was in the kitchen and I was, we have like a water pitcher for all of our, um, for our water, like we put it in the fridge and a glass pitcher. And every week or so I would clean it out and I put like, boiling water and soap and like clean the spigot and everything and I was doing this just like normal and while listening to the Rick story and um so I had the boiling water put in and I heard I heard the podcast um the part where it was Rick saying like oh I'm a fallen angel and then mm. she's like, well, who do you work for? You know, she's like, I work for the devil, essentially. And right at that moment, I heard a crack in the glass uh, pitcher. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it broke. Um, and I, it was right next to the sink. But I just put boiling hot water in the pitcher. And so I guess there was a temperature difference. But it's pretty heat resistant. So that's never happened before. But I was like, okay, I'll just move it to the sink and then let, we'll figure out where it's broken and then dump out the water. Right. So I grab it. I pick up like the handle because I couldn't tell where the crack was at. Um, and I pick it up and the entire top fell right. Like it just like a perfect slice around the bottom of the pitcher. Like, like somebody had just taken a knife and perfectly sliced it. Oh, I picked up the top. This is like a gallon pitcher. And so I picked up the top and boiling water fell all over my legs. Are you and okay? I am. I am okay. Thank God. I I screamed like a blood curdling scream. And my husband was in the kitchen and he, he like rushed over. And I'm like, I'm like running to the other room to take off my leggings because I had boiling hot water on me. And then I just dashed into the shower but I was like, oh, my gosh, that is not a coincidence. Because the way that it broke was so precise. It's, it was just so unnatural what happened. Ooh. And yeah, I did get a burn. Luckily, I had, like, a dermatologist appointment that day. Wow. But, okay. and it wasn't, it wasn't serious because I did everything right. Um, like, as soon as it happened, I... Um, I'm kind of like a medical nerd, so I <laughs> I knew what to do, and I took care of it as fast as possible and minimized like the damage. But yeah, I have a, I have a burn on my leg from Halloween Rick story. Oh my so. gosh! What <laughs> horrible timing too! Like the part that it was speaking about in the episode, it just feels so demonic. Like the the boiling water spilling out, the picture that you always use breaking it was like I don't know if it was something dark that was making itself known in, in your house or if it was something else it was like do not be listening to this yeah this yeah I know I have no idea either it was just it was insane and I told my husband I was like oh it's because I was listening to that and I just had bad energy and I I could feel there was bad energy but I was still listening to it because I like it's such a good story and <laughs> uh, I was like oh my gosh like uh, it's my fault. Did I still listen to the rest of the Rick story a different day? Yes. Did I? <laughs> Not on Halloween, though. but you waited. Yes. You yeah. The message in the, like the immediate message was like, "Hey, maybe not right now." Yeah, it was like loud, very loud and clear. And I woke up probably all the neighbors with a blood curdling scream. So they're like, they have a, they have a story now where it's like, you won't believe it. We heard the most terrifying scream on Halloween. <laughs> a woman's scream in the middle of the night in Halloween. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm just glad was, 
you're okay because that <laughs> yeah. could have yeah. been really really bad yeah so but yeah I, I don't think it was a coincidence personally so I just wanted to share I've been meaning to come on campfire stories for the past few weeks so well, thanks for I had to tell you. It's, for sharing. Yes. It's spooky out there. It's spooky. <laughs> it's so spooky. And I just love the thought that you could also be someone else's haunting. So, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> you never know when it could be you. We're haunted and we're also sometimes the haunters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank well, you thanks so much, for, Marissa. Yeah, thanks for letting me share. I appreciate it. Of course. Nice speaking to you again. Well, oh, guys. <laughs> Again, I again, another about physical harm, like people actually yeah. having markings or injuries from hauntings or from listening to our podcast. And another example of how our podcast is haunted. I'm like, yeah, I I do like your perspective, though, it, it, where it's like, oh, this is a spirit, maybe not bad per se, but it's just like, hey, don't listen to this right now. Yeah, like this is not allowed in our house. This is too dark. We're not inviting anything else in. We're comfortable here. We live peacefully. Leave it at that. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's just joining us, there is no theme tonight. But last week, we did get a lot of good themes that we will definitely apply moving forward. Oh, absolutely. I feel like We've people have really so many ones. like sleepover stories and workplace stories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to bring up. Wait, who was it that I said I was going to bring up last week? It was Rachel. So, Rachel, if you happen to be here this week, we'll grab you. If not, we'll look for you again next week. I am going to bring up Anais. I think that's how you say your name. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Okay. (laughs) Wait, hi. How do you say your name? You actually said it right. A lot of people do. Oh, like they never can say it right. (laughs) Wow. Good job, right? Okay. Yes, Anais. Anais. So, I have, okay, five minutes, I feel like is not enough, but I have so, so, so many stories. Um, Honestly, I think I can go back to like as three years old, but (laughs) I'm going to have to email those over to you. Wow. Um, I think the most scary one that I would like to share with you guys is whenever I used to live in Texas, Um, we lived in a house in a very small town down south. And ever since we moved over there, I never got a really good feeling. Um, My brother had experienced a lot of noises and movement. It would see things there in the house, of course, whenever no one was around. So my dad would never really believe him. Mm. Um, Me, my mom, of course, would because we experienced some of those things as well. And one of the things that not only my brother experienced and my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, my cousin, and I believe that's it. They would see me in the house, but I wasn't there. So they would see. Yeah. So they would all say that they would see me either like walking in the hallway or walking into my room or sitting in the living room. And then by the time they would go like, oh, you know, Anais is there. So they'll walk over and then they'll realize nobody's even there. And oh my gosh. it's, yeah. <laughs> and there was one time where my aunt had came to visit us from Minnesota. And she claimed that she had saw me sitting in the living room in the couch, but my back was facing her. And she's at first, she's like, oh, well, it's really odd. Like, why is she sitting in the living room in the dark? She didn't think much of it. And then she went up behind me and she tried scaring me. So she went and reached over to grab me. And when she did, she had fell over and she noticed that nobody was even sitting there. (gasps) (laughs) So, yeah, it's, yeah. And what's really weird though, is that whenever I had moved back up to Minnesota, like for not fun and giggles, but um, I, my friend and I had went to go see this like psychic reader I guess and I usually believe in them when you go to Mexico not much here in Minnesota like in Wasika and like I really oh I just said where I lived oops but (laughs) where I lived and um so I went to go see them and the psychic reader right away looked at me and she I have no idea who this lady is she looks at me and she goes you and I'm like, what about me? <laughs> and she's like, you, I don't know. She goes, but it seems that there is an angel, supposedly, that has been following you for a long time. 
And I'm like, okay, like, what is that? What, what is that supposed to mean? And she's like, well, I don't, I'm not really too sure, but whoever this is has been wanting to be seen by other people, but they can't clearly. So they've been using your image to kind of make themselves known that they're there. So then it, it brought me back to Texas that, you know, my family have been seeing me there, but, you know, clearly it wasn't there. And then she had told me too, that something apparently has been with me since I was little. And it kind of, it doesn't, Really, I mean, it used to scare me, but it doesn't scare me as much anymore because it's kind of something that I've, I'm already used to. So like, you know, hearing things, seeing things, I'm kind of just like, oh, you know, whatever. It's, you know, I already clearly know it's there, but the fact that, well, then, I mean, this is so interesting because when you hear doppelganger related stories, it feels negative or malicious, but the fact that this is an angel that was using your image to get their message across is I've never heard that before yeah and well see and I've heard a different like thing about this is that is supposedly if there's whether it's you know a ghost or you know whatever if if they're using your image to try to be seen I don't know I've heard two things one it could be good and another thing it could be bad because supposedly from what I've heard and of course, you know, Mexican cultures, they say that you're never supposed to go towards anything that is trying to get your attention, whether they're talking to you or they're basically copying the image of someone that you know or love. So I I don't know, but the, what um, I don't really want to believe that it is an angel only because there was so much negative energy there at that specific house in Texas. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's why I said, like, I don't know if I really believe the lady when she said it was an angel because it doesn't really feel like it was an angel. Davey in the chat said, maybe you're just so incredibly powerful that you were projecting <laughs> yourself around astrally and that's I don't, what people saw. But if there was other darkness, I, I, I honestly have no idea. I mean, we did find some creepy pictures of, I guess, family, a family that used to live there. What um, do you mean creepy? What did they look like? They, they just, they were very unsettling pictures. Like, I, I don't want to be mean. I mean, clearly they were just family pictures, but you would look at these pictures and there was just something that was so off that like just me talking about it gives me the, the goosebumps. Like, yeah. I remember showing my brother the picture and he just looked at me like, no, throw that away. <laughs> like, I don't oh. want to look at it. But also why'd they leave it behind, you know? Right. And it was in my dad's closet, which... Hmm. They okay, so my dad, like I said, was never a believer, but in that house, something had happened to him to where he still to this day will deny it. But all of us, as in my mom, my brother, and I, we were out getting groceries, and he was in the room watching TV. And there is a closet door that's really hard to open, like you have to pull it hard in order for it to even open. And he was sitting on the recliner watching TV. And all of a sudden, he heard the doorknob move, and he thought it was my brother trying to scare him. So he was just sitting down, you know, whatever, saying, like, you know, stop. I already know you're in there. Nothing happened. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, he would hear it again. So, of course, he was kind of already getting annoyed at this point. He goes, stop. Like, I already know you're there. Just get out already. And at that point, it stopped, and he just ignored it. He goes, whatever. If he's going to be in the closet, he can be in the closet. So... Afterwards, he said that the door just like swung open and slammed onto the wall. And that's when he turned and he looked into the closet. And then not even a few minutes later, me, my mom, and my brother walk in through the front door. And (laughs) and my dad is this like six foot big, you know, tall guy, super, you know, pretty, he's dark complected. And when we saw him, I remember he was pale as a ghost. And he looks at us and he's like, where's your brother? And my brother just pops out and he's like, well, I'm here, right here. What? And my dad just kind of looks back at the closet and he's like, nope, nothing. Just nothing. Oh. <laughs> Until oh, later. Oh my gosh. Mom and my mom's like, do you, do you believe us now? <laughs> and for it to swing open with such yeah. force too. It meant to scare your dad. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. It's that house. I, I, I don't know. It, there was just something about that house. I mean, it wasn't. How old big. were you? When you live this, 
This was in 2009. So this was my beginning of high school year. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting, too, what you were saying about the the family picture, because it just I feel like that goes to prove how you have to trust your gut and trust your intuition and read the energy, because it's just a photo of a family who lived there. But everyone who saw that photo, like your family, were just so disturbed by a photo of a family, which which just proves like how how much negative energy was there and how much energy was like stained onto items or were still maybe like haunting this poor family somewhere else. And like the, you were reading the energy mm-hmm. of the haunting off of the photo. It's just so terrifying. <laughs> and I don't know, like I noticed that my brother too is very open to hearing and seeing, you know, spirits and stuff like that. He does not like to admit it ever since he was little. He struggled with that a lot. Um, he'd come into the room crying. He'd always want to sleep with me or, you know, he'd want to sleep with my mom because he, he would just say that he would hear so many voices and he didn't know how to block it out until now that he's older. Um, so when we talk about things, he kind of just likes to brush it off and not paying much attention because I mean, he had a horrible experience. A big mechanism. Right. But the fact that, you know, he would see a lot of things and hear things and then, for him to see me at the house when I wasn't even there too, it just kind of, yeah, it, it was pretty creepy. Yeah. Cause he was going to you for comfort too. So for it to use your right. age is so cruel to also. Yeah. And I'm, I'm reading the comments too. And that some people are like, I don't think it's a ghost <laughs> or not. I don't think it's an angel, but then someone else too that angels oh, can yeah. do that. I don't know. I mean, if you got a bad vibe from it and everyone else got a bad vibe from it, I always say, we always say, trust your instincts, right? Trust your gut. If you get a bad feeling, it's most likely a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible that you also have an angel who does that. Or, you know, there could be two entities who mimic you. Yeah, that that's very true. But I don't want to keep you guys and have other <laughs> other people waiting. But I do have plenty of other stories that I would love to share. So, yeah, please email us. Yes, yeah, come <laughs> up again. again. Yeah. And thank you so us. much, Anais. No problem. Thank you. Davey in the chat. Always the glass half full. He said, what if Anais's family just loves her so much that they conjured her presence? <laughs> that's sweet. That is sweet. But I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but Davey, you're wrong. <laughs> it was you. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So I said I'm going to bring up Maria. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Grayson. Mm-hmm. Hi, Hello, Maria. Maria. Oh, can. hi, everyone. Oh, my God. I, I suddenly am experiencing all those emotions that people are talking about of being so nervous all of a sudden. Oh, my gosh. You don't have to be nervous. We're so excited you're here. So are you um, haunted? That's, that's um, the way to start it. I am very haunted. So I will say that my ex-boyfriend and I, we, um, I didn't think we were both haunted at first. And we definitely, like, he can't, like sit here and say yes we're both haunted whatever it is what it is but i will say that when we both lived together at a specific mm-hmm. property we had very haunted experiences so i will say that the first thing um that comes to mind is when like i was getting ready for like a christmas thing and i was standing like kind of in the middle of a hallway so i would say that there were like rooms <laughs> and like well there were like the kitchen and the bathroom and two bedrooms that were all coming like uh, together in between like a, a specific area, I guess. Um, but it, they all shared a hallway anyway. Um, and like while I was standing there talking to, you know, my ex about, you know, how the day was going to go and if I looked good and all of a sudden like behind me, we both heard like, um, the switch of like a a light switch go on and we were like um what and behind me sure enough there was a light switch with a light (laughs) and it it came on all of a sudden mind you that light never ever worked like ever oh you know that you're the only two there so like even worse Yes, definitely. So that was very spooky and but also it was very spooky at like Christmas time, you know, because I was like I 
I don't know. It was just very weird. Um, and I also have like, um, I'm just trying to figure out my thoughts. So, uh, we were both like, you know, showering and stuff in the bathroom the one time and like, you know, we were just chilling or whatever. And all of a sudden we heard this light switch go on, you know, again in the, the middle room, like where the light was between all the rooms. And we were like, uh, there's nobody else here. Like, why is that light switch going on? It was, it was very ominous and very weird. Yeah. And sure enough, the light came on and it, that light switch, the light never, ever came on ever. So that's also something to be said. So uh, how many times did this happen? That's um, It was just a handful of times. It honestly wasn't very like like often often but it was enough to the where the point where we both thought that we weren't alone in the apartment together you know this did happen to my parents in the one of the first homes that they i think their fo- first home that they owned together mm-hmm. the light switch there was a ghost that would go through and would whistle and flush <gasps> the toilet but would also do the light switch mm-hmm. and that was like its signature move oh, so i'm so curious what it is trying to communicate with you and i will say like in terms of paranormal activity that's not the worst thing that could happen but now right. I always think of stranger things and a spirit trying to communicate through lights oh right well morse code yeah. I actually I went to a reader uh later that year who said that it was um like his helpers is what she called them and so when we um because I'm Native American it was like his helpers. What do you mean? And she's like, well, it's like a very low level demon that is currently in your house. And here's the things that you can do to like combat it or whatever. So I did that and we hadn't experienced anything like that after we. That's good. Yeah. it was. What did you have to do? Um, I would prefer not to say just because it's, it's very spiritual. Oh, interesting. Okay. But it was like um, you have to boil herbs and then bury the herbs outside of the residence. Huh. Um, I could definitely email more. Like You don't have to if you don't want to. I just think, you know, there's so many people who deal with this. And I'm curious. Mm-hmm. We can talk offline. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad that it worked for you. But like, yeah, to your point, it's like people have different practices. People come mm-hmm. from different cultures. And so there's different things that will fit for each person. But I'm just really glad that what you did works exactly. and that it now feels safe. And hopefully like you're living alone or if you're not, it's just only positive energy around. Oh, girl, at the time, like everything quieted down. Everything was good. And now he's my ex. So it is what it is you know (laughs) yes yes well thank you so much for sharing this story Mm -hmm. with us Mm -hmm. thank Thank you you. have a great night you too you can get rid of a demon but you can't always fix a boyfriend no or maybe that's part of why he's an ex yeah you know you got rid of all the negativity and he was swept out the door as well first of the month you take that room he's out goodbye (laughs) You know what? Goodbye. Sometimes it's okay to put things in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am going to bring up Grayson and then after that, Rochelle. Oh my goodness. Look at that profile picture. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yes. Wait, Grayson, who was in your photo? This is my almost three-year-old German Shepherd, Leia. Oh. Leia the cat and Leia the dog. dog. I had to run into my bedroom because my partner's coming home and she's going to let everyone know that my partner's home. So I'm. (laughs) 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 Well, she looks like she's really enjoying the head scratches that you're giving her. The little smile. That is her favorite place to be scratched. Oh, so cute. Uh, How sweet. My my ghost story, going to bring it down and then bring it right back up again. Um, Okay. I lost uh, my cousin when he was 13 years old. Um, and then a couple of years after he passed, uh, my aunt and I were at uh, his childhood home um, where he was living at the time when he passed. 
And we were putting together a slideshow for my grandparents' uh, 60th wedding anniversary. We're sitting there. We're just doing our thing, whatever. We're sitting. If you set the scene, we're sitting across the table. There's a chair in between us. My aunt goes upstairs. She goes to the bathroom. She comes back down and she brings this shower radio. And she's like, this just turned on when I was in the shower. Or when I was in the bathroom, it turned on in the shower. And I was like, what? She was like, there's no batteries in it. And I said, and I said well, what do you mean? And so I took it and I tried to turn it on. And I couldn't get it to work. Uh, there was no batteries in it. And I was like, well, that's weird. I put it down in the middle of the table. We kept doing what we were doing. Then the radio started making a static noise again. And we both looked at each other and we were like, just so like, not freaked out, but like, this is really happening. We both understood what was going on. So I, I, <laughs> I took the radio, I put it in the kitchen. We didn't really say anything. We just looked at each other. Um, and then all of a sudden, I don't, uh, I don't know if anyone else kind of can maybe smell ghosts or if, uh, you know, when they say I can smell her perfume when she was in the Yeah. Yeah. There's a scent that will, will yeah. come through a room that's definitely associated with spirits. So yeah, we totally. got the scent that he was around us, that we would, it was, you know, it reminded us of him. And, and I looked at her, she looked at me. Yes. And I, then oh she said, God. did you, do you smell that? And I said, yes. Oh. Each uh, in the middle of us. So my, my left and her right just started to get so cold. <gasps> and she looked over and we like, we both put our hands over and we, our, my cousin's name was Chris. And we said, Chris, like, we, we know you're here with us. Like, do you see the pictures of our family? Mm-hmm. And, um, the radio went off a second time in the kitchen. And, um, we told him that we loved him and that we missed him. And then the smell went, the cold went and the radio never went off again. And, I think oh, that was it, it. He passed in an accident, and so oh, we didn't sorry. get to, we didn't get to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, and so I think for me that was like a huge moment in my life that I got to say goodbye. And there's other stories with that same aunt, um, and actually my parents and my sister and my grandparents. We've all individually had experiences with him where he's come and done something where I think me that it was him saying goodbye or letting us know that he was there type of situation yeah, yeah it was so great experience for me so um, it was fun <laughs> yeah and i mean especially for it to be like oh the shower radio went off upstairs and then for her to bring it down and it to happen again and for you all to smell his smell and have multiple paranormal experiences in one one moment almost which just confirmed that it was him coming to say goodbye is so beautiful well and also too in the chat people were saying that the radio the fact that it kept turning on and was staticky it could have been that there was maybe a bit of an attempt to turn it into a spirit box you know where there's like that static that noise and then there's more of an opportunity for spirits to bring their voices or like their words through by scanning the different channels and finding the right words. So it is interesting that it's almost like Chris was pulling out all the stops just to make sure that you wouldn't confuse it with just like some random act that was happening. Like Chris wanted you to know that he was there. So he's like, let me throw every paranormal thing at them all at once (laughs) yeah absolutely i think um i mean i was only 18 at the time and i wasn't super wasn't super into like (laughs) ghost stuff um but after that happened i was Mm -hmm. that really propelled me into it and um i didn't even know what a spirit box was at the time and then you know of course watching uh, Zach Bagans and ghost adventures and different stuff. Like, wow, that's what it was. And then I realized that's what was happening. Yeah. So I, I want to do more stuff like that with my family. I don't live at home anymore. Um, but I, I want to 
explore that option. I think it would be cool. You should. And if you do, let us know. I I will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your story and give Leia extra pets from us. I I will. I'll tell her Leia said hello. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Leia and Leia. Thank you, Grayson. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you. This really reminds me, and I've told you this story, and I think I've told it on the podcast as well, but when my grandfather passed away, my grandma every night for like four days at least thereafter at 3 a.m., which is the time we believe that, or around the time that we believe my grandfather actually left this earthly plane, um, she got phone calls that were just static. And when she looked, she saw it was a call from her own number with the number seven in front of it. But it's just interesting. Like she kind of heard whispers, but it was really mostly static. And it just, hearing Grayson's story just confirms for me, like it 100% was my grandfather trying to speak through in the same way that Chris was trying to speak through to Grayson. Right. Because how else do you explain that? That just seems... It's paranormal, right? Like, I feel like the other thing to that we can't forget when it comes to paranormal is sometimes spirits and loved ones will use what is of this world to give us signs. So even if it can be explained away, the chances of that actually being something that was like possible and happened in that order at that time, that many times from that number, like, what are the chances? Like, I think I've, I've said this to you before, Sabrina, but like, it feels like you have a better chance of winning the lottery than to experience something like that. Corinne, that's music to your own ears, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling. Like, mm, I do have a chance of winning the lottery. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny, really quick anecdote. Um, when I used to work at a biotech company here in Boston, one of the leaders at the company, everyone knew I had to go to podcast. And so I would just go come over and say, Hi, how are you doing? And then just right into a ghost story, right into one of their experiences, which was so epic. But one of the leaders was telling me about how there was this light that kept going on and kept flickering in his house and he had an electrician come and they couldn't find where it was connected to. And there was Mm -hmm. like no apparent wiring or anything. And so this light was just mysteriously going on and off. And he was kind of like, so, you know, like it could totally be like a ghost, like my house is haunted. And I think he was expecting me to be like oh yeah it's definitely haunted and I was like wait this seems like such a fire hazard you really need to figure out where the electrical source is coming from in your home (laughs) it's a very real concern I was like I would love to think that this is paranormal and I'm right there with you as soon as you want to but you also need to do the due diligence of making sure it's not it's paranormal and not yeah your house isn't going to go up and into flames (laughs) one night good looking out I'm going to bring up Rochelle and then after that, Marielle. Wow. I was so surprised. And you guys, everyone says that, but I was so surprised. What's your kitty's name? <laughs> She's very aptly named Kitty. Oh, I so love cute. that. It reminds me of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Wasn't, wasn't the cat named, oh wait, no, the cat was named Cat. But same thing. Yeah. Same concept. We just, we spent so long trying to like name her that she just responds to only kitty now. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, I just watched the um, inside the cat's mind documentary on Netflix and it was, I don't know if you've seen it or if anyone else has seen it, but in the study, it showed that cats know their name, but I was laughing because I think I call Leia chicken or chunk way more than I call her Leia. So I'd be curious what she actually thinks is her name. Oh yeah, I know. I'm. I she probably thinks it's like princess or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my stories. Um, I have two stories. I have a sleep paralysis story or a um past life story. So which one would you guys like to hear? Past life. Yeah, past okay. life. Let's do that. So um, this is a dream that I, I had a reoccurring dream for years on end. Like I thought it was actually a scene out of a movie. That's how often. Um, I had this dream until I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, This was when I was really, really young. Uh, I actually, between the ages of one and and four, I thought I was a boy. And I told my mom, I'm a boy over and over and over again. She's like, no, honey, you're a girl. And I'm like, no, I'm a boy. (laughs) And she's like, nope, you're a girl. 
And I think it's all because of this past life. Um, this, this recurring dream I have, it is, and I can still have it to this day. Wow. This recurring dream. I was about nine to 10 years old. It was dust bowl times. Um, and we had just left to move to like the Midwest. Like they were selling out land and my mom had left my, and this is how it is. It's like first person. Like my mom had left my dad because she was an, he was an alcoholic and she left him to get land. And they were like selling off land really cheap in the dust bowl times. And we are building a house. And in the middle of me building the house, I'm up on like, um, the frame of the house and all the kids, of course, there's like, I think there was nine of us, eight or nine of us. And we were building the house. This is how it is to me. It's all first person. Sorry. So I'm saying we, as if it's my actual siblings. Um, well, I mean, it, it was right. I mean, it is like, yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Um, and in the story, I'm, I'm, we're building a house, we're nailing them in and I fall off backwards. Oh no. And when I fall off backwards at first, I think just all the wind's been knocked out of me. Um, but then I can't move and I'm like, why can't I move? And then like, at that point, I'm kind of going in and out of my body. It's weird. Cause I see it from one point of view and then I see it from another point of view. Um, and my older brother, Tommy comes running over and he's like, Jimmy, Jimmy, are you okay? And my mom's all like, come on. He just fell down. It's fine. You know, just get him up and working. Cause we're just trying to keep working. And, she, and then he calls, uh, Tommy calls mom, mom, look. And on my back there is, cause this is when I'm going in and out of my body. It, there is a board stuck to my back. <gasps> it was like a nail that had stuck out that had punctured the lung. Um, and that's why I fell out of breath. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I was still kind of half conscious going in and out. And um, since I'm going in and out, like I all of a sudden I'm on the truck and the back of the truck is a red truck, like one of those older trucks. And I'm laying up and looking up at the sky and I have a couple of my siblings around me. Um, the sisters stayed behind um, with the little ones, but my older brothers came with me and I'm going in and out, in and out. And then it fades to black. Um, and that's the last thing I remember. Uh, but the crazy thing is, I didn't know this until I heard on your guys' podcast. I actually have a birthmark right where the nail would have hit me in the back. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Chills, you chills, know chills. chills. I felt when you guys said that on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. I mean, your memory is incredibly vivid. Oh, oh, most, uh, I'm just, and I'm flabbergasted with how many details. And it's not, it's not even like jumping from one moment in time to the next like you just have this this day mm-hmm. in your mind it's just like my last day and that's why i thought it was a movie because like i can vividly oh. see my parents i can vividly see what my mom looks like what my brother looks like um like i know like down to the details of their clothes and so that's why i was like oh it's a movie and i went searching for the movie for years and i never found it and i was like wait a minute and then I've gone and I've, I'm like, no, there's no way this has to be. And then I found out about the birthmark thing and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Do you remember how old you were in I was this like memory? nine to 10. So I was like turning 10, I think. Nine to 10. Because wow. that's how I felt. I felt like I was 10, you know, when you're like eight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm not half, I swear. <laughs> this is so, and the fact that you still have yes. these dreams, which is really fascinating because I feel like a lot of people who have memories of their past life, it kind of starts to fizzle out or dissipate at like four or five or maybe like six, seven, you know? I think that's when I stopped having it like nightly because I had this for like nightly for a long time. Wow. And that's why I used to tell my mom I'm a boy for years because um, that's how I saw myself. I saw myself as, yeah. as a boy. A of course. Boy, a boy, you know? So. Right. Did you tell your mom any other details that no, she remembers she remember, from this time? When you were... she, she also has like, I mean, honestly, we might be traveling souls because she always feels like she grew up in that time too. Um, a lot of the times. And so she always taught, I did like older things. Like I was always interested in, um, cause my family farm family, I was always interested in the older trucks. I was always interested in the older tools and stuff like that. So that is something that I was as a small child, you don't expect them to want to gravitate towards those kind of things. But I was always like the metal things, the, the nail and hammer. Right. I love doing that kind of stuff. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Wow. This is incredible. It feels incredible. There should be a movie <laughs> on you. 
I love these types of stories. You have some memories. Yeah. I'm curious if you ever choose to do, or if you've ever done uh, the past life regression hypnosis, have you ever, I want to so bad. (laughs) I have not done it. I want to. Yeah. There's, I mean, I've tried it and failed at getting through the door halfway through, but (laughs) they, they do have them on YouTube and Brian Weiss, he has like a, I think it's like a 30 minute hypnosis past life regression video that you can watch. So you could always start that way and then maybe go see someone. I'm literally writing that down right now. (laughs) Yeah. Brian Weiss. My one suggestion would be, and I had to Google this before I did the past life regression um, YouTube video to figure out how to do it. But basically on your computer, first change your settings so that you don't allow any pop-ups or ads Mm. or else you'll be like 10 minutes into the (laughs) the hypnosis like regression and then it will be like jump right into liberty mutual and it's <laughs> shocking so that's a great note corinne that is yeah make sure that you turn all that stuff off temporarily like while you're doing like ad blocker yeah for sure yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um rochelle we also will you email us your sleep paralysis story oh for sure yeah okay it's actually a happy please sleep paralysis so oh those are very rare so i'll email it to you for sure please do Thank you. Have a great night. Super rare. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. We are, how blessed are we that we always get to hear all past life regression or past life, past lives. Wow. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to bring up Marielle and then we'll see where we are with timing. Okay. My, okay. Shannon, no, we have not done a past life week yet, but maybe Maybe, that should be another Think week that we I do really so badly on the podcast. Want to do a past life regression? Well, okay, we will. We should. We'll find something. I'm also so curious. Birdie said that she adopted a spirit companion, and he's made contact. And she was saying how excited she was about it. So, oh, Birdie, you'll have to tell us soon about that. Hello, Hi, hello. Hi. So it's a very short story, and I'm kind of nervous because I'm not like an English speaker. So it's my first time speaking in front of so many people like that. We are, and we're a very understanding yes. group. So take your time. Okay. We both speak English as our first language, and we even struggle with it. So you are in a safe space. Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, I want to tell you guys a story that I have a hard time in understanding what happened. Um, in 2020, like COVID happening like crazy. I was working as a uh, delivery driver for a restaurant, a very small restaurant with like very recurring like customers. So people, we usually knew like most of the customers and things like that. And I got this delivery to a building and this person, the, the mom placed the delivery for her daughter because her daughter was sick. And she asked us to go and deliver the, the food because she will be working and whatever, not the point. So uh, I got there at the building. I got the address, like every single delivery I have to do. I got the address when I got at the building. They have like a doorman and mm-hmm. they were not like allowing people to go in because like COVID and stuff. So I showed him the the, the, the receipt. It was like, I have a delivery for the apartment, like 802. And he goes like... Oh, yeah, sure. You can come in. You can go to that elevator and go from there. So I got into the elevator. I went to the eighth floor. When I got there, I looked, 802. And there was a sign at the door saying, uh, deliveries knock hard. Probably because they don't listen or something. So I knocked at the door like two, maybe three times. And these really old man answered the door mm-hmm. so that's what happened it feels like it shifted. everything shifted at that moment the air was so heavy you know like upside down from like stranger things yeah it was so weird and then I looked at him it's like I have a delivery from this restaurant and he goes like I didn't place any delivery any order and I was like yeah but is this the address and he goes like yeah and I go, like, the apartment is this? Yeah. And the name is like, no, that's not the name. 
this person doesn't live here. And then for like a, a few seconds, I start paying attention to what was happening behind him inside the apartment. And then this lady, I I swear to God, she was like six five, a very old lady, but super tall. She passed walking behind him, but she was walking and touching the walls like she was blind or had some problems because she couldn't see. And there was like another lady helping her. It was like really dark, really creepy. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I felt like something was like really wrong. So I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. So I went back to the downstairs, like where the doorman was. I was like, listen, I have this delivery for this person at this apartment. I just went upstairs and knocked the door. The person who answered the door said that he never placed an order. I didn't mention anything like that I found weird or something. And he goes like, he checked and he's like, yeah, this person lives in this, this apartment. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going back upstairs. So I have the phone on the receipt. So I called the mom. I called the mom. It's like, listen, um, I'm here at the building. I went upstairs. I knocked the door. But I don't know if you gave me the wrong address. But this, the person who answered the door said they never placed an order. And she goes like, no, but my daughter's there. It's my apartment. And she confirmed again the address for the third time. I have oh, I, I have chills. Chills oh, I'm scared. So I was like, okay, can you ask her to come downstairs to get the food? Because I'm not going back. Yeah, no you've already, you've already done <laughs> yeah. what you could. Yeah. And then like five minutes later, the girl came downstairs and I showed her the receipt one more time. I was like, listen, I just went upstairs. I knock at this door. And she goes like, no, I wasn't home. No one knocked the door. What? So I was like, am I crazy? But I, because it happens, sometimes you deliver to the wrong address or something like that. But I made sure to confirm, especially because it was a very, like, it was a little bit far. So I didn't want to keep going back and forth. So I confirmed with the doorman. I confirmed with the person at the apartment. He said, this is the apartment. This is the address. But this person doesn't live here. And then when the girl came downstairs after I confirmed with the doorman for the second time, she said, like, no, this is my address. So I don't know if the moment I knocked at the door, like, the reality shift for something else. And I saw, yeah, yeah, there was like some sort of, I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like I cannot explain what happened. I know these people I saw there, they didn't look like real in a way. Like, you know, like, I don't even know how to explain, but when it's not like super scary monsters, nothing like that, but it has like that creepy touch that makes your like the hair in the back of your neck like just something is really wrong here you cannot point what it is but I was like oh my gosh I'm not going up there yeah like they look human but they exactly it was just like and I listened to your episode of like the the back rooms and I feel like it was something like that Mm. the moment that door opened something really weird was happening there yeah, you know, like, oh, I know, because at first I was like, oh, is this like a time glitch? Is this someone who had lived in this apartment 30 years ago when you just like open the door on to another time in in the world? But like, yeah, you describing these people and just the way that they were, the, the feeling that they gave was not quite human. No. So, yeah. yeah. And I forgot to mention one thing because it sounds like, oh, she may be mistaken. But then when the girl came downstairs, I told her that I being upstairs, knocked the door and whatever. And she goes like, oh, maybe I didn't hear you. I post a sign at the door asking for believers to knock hard. So I was knocking no. at the right door. Ah. <gasps> okay. I feel like you slipped into oh, a different time. Or I don't yeah. know. In Brazil, I'm Brazilian. And yeah. in Brazil, we have this thing we call like Sechalin. It's if I make like a little translation, it would be like seven and beyond that. They say they have a bunch of stories on Reddit. I can like type on the sh- chat and you guys can look for it that they say that for a split second, you just change your reality and you go back. So people go into like the mall in the like the restroom. And when they come back, it's just like upside down stranger things for a few minutes. And then they're like, what the fuck is going on? And yes. then they go back and everything is normal. For a and it's like, was that what happened? I don't know. It was just like, I just need to understand because it was creepy as hell. Yeah. Like insane. This is terrifying. And this is something I would never expect to come across as a delivery 
like when delivering food. I right? mean, like, you see, you see, you see a lot of like weird stuff that goes from people <laughs> naked at the door to like oh, I'm sure alternative reality. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very rich experience. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. This could be a TV show. This is like, this is reminding me of like men in black a little bit too. Or? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm, I was, I, I, when I thought about telling this story, I was like, I've never had any like really like supernatural experience, but then I saw, I, I heard you guys saying like, everybody says that, but when they start talking, the stories are super yeah. crazy. So I'm like, yeah, maybe this is crazy enough to share with the people. It the definitely <laughs> is. Oh, it is. The chat is going <laughs> wild. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you guys liked. I was so nervous. <laughs> oh my gosh, you didn't sound nervous at all. You told that so so well. well. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank and you. I'm so glad that you you're okay and that you yeah. didn't go back upstairs. That you like trusted your gut. You got out of the situation. You still did your job, but you kept yourself safe. Yes. Yeah. And survived to tell us the story. Trust your not, instincts. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think if it was today, I would be like, I'm going back to check again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. Oh, All wow. right, guys. Thank you so much for Thank having you, me. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I don't know why this okay, reminds just... me of, but there was a show that in the show this guy like didn't have an apartment and so he would just like go on tinder dates all the time and just so that he had a place to stay night to night oh did what people was that? remember that are we thinking of no never mind i feel like it was, was a thinking show of ali ali wong's stand-up special where she talks about hooking up with someone and then <laughs> dropping them off in the park oh but that's who, funny i think this is who, a show that like Every episode was about different people. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, oh, you're right. No, it was a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that it's based on a yeah, real thing, a but this a was a, a written show. Oh, I don't know. But I have a memory of someone who was either being interviewed in like a single special or like on some internet YouTube story where he was, he would just go on dates every single night to stay at the other person's house. I mean, and that's how he, he had like a toothbrush, some clothes. And, and that's how he did to do lift do to do just went around. I'm still, Processing. my mind is still like reeling from Mariel's story. I'm still trying to make sense of, of what that happened. And I am curious too, if anything weird happened to the person, to that girl who lived there in that apartment. Yeah. You're yeah. That's a very good question. Like, did she have nightmares every night of these same people? Was that a recurring nightmare of hers? Did she sleepwalk and find herself in weird places? In the back rooms? Ah. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on there? Oh, my gosh. It's also so wild to me how many stories we get in the diversity of stories. Like, we started out with a Rick, our podcast is haunted. And then we get, like, haunted apartments, like, past lives, haunted houses, towns. Yeah, this is from loved ones. Yeah, from all over. All over. Amazing. Wow. And I'm so this glad is why we love we this. Have it. We yes. Love you all. We'll be back on Tuesday night of next week and we can't wait to hear your stories again. Perhaps we won't do a theme for next week, but the week after we'll do a theme. Yes. And this is also just giving everybody a heads up that Sabrina and I are taking two weeks at the end of December, so the end of the year. Um, just to have a little bit of time to holiday set. Yeah, reset. I'll be in South holidays, Africa. travel. Yeah, Sabrina will literally be in South Africa, so she will not be around. So that's to say that on December 20th and December 27th, we will not be doing Campfire Stories, but we'll come back strong in the new year. But we still have a few, we still have three more weeks of Campfire Stories yes. before a yes. quick holiday break. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us. Please come back every week. And if you have not been able to share your stories or perhaps you're a little too nervous to get up on stage, make sure you email them to us at twogirlsonegoespodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, I did put the Discord link in the chat. Some people are saying it's not working, but if you would like to find it, you can also go to our Instagram, look at the link tree on Instagram or our website, twogirlsonegoest.com. Um, and it's Discord's linked there as well. Yes. You're welcome, Rosie. Thank you all. We love you. We love you. Have a good night. 
We will see you. See you on the other side. Bye.